mic, one voice You can change the world, it's your choice One mic, one voice You can change the world, it's your choice One mic, one voice You can change the world, it's your choice One mic, one voice Welcome to the One Mic, One Voice show, Building the Collective Conscious. show that's created to give space where your voice, ideas, and informed opinions can be heard, appreciated, and debated. I am Michael Eric Owens, host of the One Mic, One Voice show. Man, it's good to be back in the studio, if only for a minute. Listen, folks, I want to talk a little bit about Donald Trump. I know this is a... Uh, sore topic for a lot of you it's a sore topic for me actually I mean I'm in a way I am exhausted of Trump but can you ignore this guy I mean there's this certain thing in political uh, science uh, I guess arena where if you don't give attention or we can describe it as a fire if you don't put more fuel on the fire it eventually it'll burn out and so the idea is if you don't give Trump attention eventually he will go away but man this is a reoccurring nightmare <laughs> that just it won't go away and so we have to as and I often tell people even when I teach my podcast in class I tell people that you are part of the media. And I think podcasters are some of the purest when it comes to fact-checking, when it comes to delivering information that is vital. And so we have to talk about it. And so this guy came out and uh, he said, although we're, and keep in mind, we're still in 2022. And this guy has announced that he's running for the presidency in 2024. The, the, the most obvious question comes to mind is why? Why announce now? Well, I'm going to get into some of those details, but I will say uh, a precursor to that kind of uh, discussion is, oh, he's in legal trouble. And um, and he's also losing his popularity. And this is extremely difficult for a narcissist, for a sociopath, which he is. Um, clearly, he's almost like a textbook. You could possibly uh, write a dissertation on, uh, on Donald Trump and and his antics. But, yeah, he's in he's in deep trouble. And so uh, this is desperation. Uh, if you watch the press conference, I, I, I watched about as much as I could, as much as I could stomach. And, um, and I am convinced that this guy, man, where did this guy come from? I mean, like, hey, this, is, this is beyond the pale. I think, I think Trump has done so many bizarre and just, I think, things, unbelievable things and said some of the most unbelievable things that the shock value has just, it's been 
what sanitized right you you we're not shocked anymore because he's taking us to a a place put us in a space where a lot of these things seem to be normal they seem to be acceptable but that couldn't be farther from the truth folks this is oh man this guy needs professional help he needs treatment he needs he, he, he needs to be delivered from his own demons. This guy, oh man, I, I just, when I, when I listen to him talk, the question comes to mind, number one, why would he announce? Well, we know all of the legal troubles, or you should, if you're not aware, all you have to do is just Google Trump legal troubles. He's being sued for sexual harassment. He, he is under investigation for the January 6th debacle or insurrection his debacle because he was hoping that somehow um he would remain in office through the violence through the coup and so yes and and now we have this rise with the florida governor ron DeSantis, which man i just i i, I don't know what is the appeal i mean DeSantis came out, he, 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 he made light of the, uh, the pandemic, he opened everything up, he downplayed it, and, and we saw all of the people suffering in Florida, he didn't care, he did the, it, was, it was Trump playbook 2.0, he, he's nothing more than a minion of Trump, and yet Republicans adore these people, and I I can't I can't wrap my head around it because even at the base of the human condition, we can take a little child and you try to raise that child to be a decent person, to treat everybody fairly, to play fair, to share, to think about the needs of others, to have empathy and sympathy. You, you, we, we try to teach children that. Why is it as adults we abhor those characters, those characteristics we, we could care less about? It's like if you can stab somebody in the back, get your own way, uh, talk about somebody, diminish other people, somehow you're celebrated. Celebrated. And I must, again, I know there is this noise right the noise is all of the pundits all of the whether you on one side of the other of this ideological scale the noise is there but through the noise through the chaos because there is order in chaos a lot of people don't understand it there is order in chaos and the order in chaos in this situation is that the president of the United States, he or she, which I'm hoping soon that we're going to have a female president. I'm hoping we did have one, but um, it took a foreign power to prevent Hillary from getting into office. She wasn't beat fairly. She was beat because of um, Comey and all types of other things that tainted the minds of voters but I'm looking forward to having one. But 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 through all of that, you 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 need to have a leader, a leader, a leader. 
What is a leader? Mm. Some people will think simply a leader is someone that has a position. In other words, you're supervisor, director, you're executive officer. That somehow, automatically, you're crowned with leadership ability, which is a joke. We saw what happened with the four years that this guy was in office. Man, we had, it was <laughs> it was the most turbulent four years of my life looking at the political landscape. Riots and uh, mass shootings and you might well say that that's something that continued, but it was on the rise under this guy. Hate in this country was fashionable. Yeah. I mean, people put on their hate garment each and every day, and, and they wore it as a badge of honor. Division was praised. To be against something you got rewarded for. Leadership brings people together. Leadership realizes, I don't get my way. It's the consensus. How do I empower everyone around me? And a leader, listen, a leader knows how to communicate. They're dynamic leaders. Did you see that guy communicate? Listen, man, I don't don't want to take personal shots at Donald Trump, but it's very difficult not to. In some positions, it requires a certain skill set. It just does. I mean, you're not going to have a person that doesn't like to speak be your spokesperson. There's a, there's a skill set that you're comfortable in front of people and you're able to articulate yourself in a way that uh, people can understand. That's a skill set. When you hear Donald Trump speak, maybe he should go to Toastmasters or something. When you hear him speak, this guy does not sound like he has an intelligent bone fiber in his body. It's almost like a joke. It's like a comedy sketch. It's better than Saturday Night Live. I mean, really, when you think about this guy that gets up in front of people and all he does is attack people. That's all he, 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 he uh, litigates the election because he never stopped. People say he's relitigating. No, he never stopped. From day one when he lost, he started litigating in the public arena. And so many people think that they're in the jury box. They think they can make a decision based upon Donald Trump's words. Folks, he has conned so many people. And you know, I, I, I used to, well, part of me, it does cause me some angst when I think about it. But part of me, I feel real sorry for them because they're lost. They're lost. They're believing in a guy that is a con man. His record is clear. I mean, we don't have to make this up. I don't have to go out here and create things about Donald Trump. All you have to do is read about him. All you have to do is listen to him and how offensive he has been to immigrants, to black and brown people, to women. I mean, the guy is being sued by multiple women for sexual harassment. That's, that's the leader of the United States. This is what we want in this country. 
And I say never again. Now, these next <laughs> two years are going to be very interesting years. I don't know how much you, 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 you watch politics. And sometimes it can be redundant, right? It can be regurgitated all day long and, and uh, for several days. But there's some interesting things happening. It looks like um, the Democrats are going to lose the House. And so, um, and there's a battle among the Republicans in the House, mainly McCarthy, um, for the speakership. Oh, and, and, and keep in mind, if he gets the speakership, then Donald Trump has the speakership. He's in Donald Trump's pocket. Matter of fact, he can't get the speakership without Donald Trump because he needs the votes. And those election deniers, those um, white supremacists that are in Congress, he needs their vote. And there are white supremacists in Congress. There are white supremacists on the local level, state level. They're all over. This country, the system of this country, is based upon white supremacy. And, and, and if I'm not going to go deep into that because you can go back in the archives of my show and I have talked multiple throughout the years about the system and how the system is rigged and how the system favors one group over the other. I mean, I, countless people have spoke about it, written about it throughout history. So I don't know why anybody would debate it, that it's, 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 a, it's a truism. And so here is this guy that so many people still support. I was watching that video when he announced and people were shouting and screaming and two years prior. Why? Because he is a narcissist. He's got to be the main person in the Republican Party. See, the Republican Party created a monster in Donald Trump. And we all know this. Donald Trump wasn't even a Republican. He was a Democrat. Okay, he supported Democrat races for years. He just became that way because he understood he could win. He understood just how gullible and just how, I want to say, um, Republicans desired to win, desired for power. See, he's just playing off the Republicans' debauchery. Their desire for power. Because think about the ones that have stood up against him. Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, and others. What happened to them? They're gone. Liz lost. Adam said, I'm out of here. I can't deal with this anymore. Paul Ryan bounced. I mean, the people that have come out against Trump, he smashed them all. He smashed them all. See, in order to beat Donald Trump, you have to fight Donald Trump. You have to fight him. You got to call him out. You got to get in the mud with him. You can't, you, 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 you can't fight him on the high ground because he cheats. See, if you, can, if you can fight someone fairly, you can take the high road. You can go to the high ground because it's, it's fair. But if someone is cheating you, you can take the high ground all you want to. You're going to lose. And it, it, until we understand the Democrats, I'm an independent, by the way. 
Uh, I don't believe in a two-party system. Some of you have heard me say that. I know it's a system we have. I vote. I participate. But if I didn't have it, I, I would have a multi-party system. I don't believe in it. I think it gives you this stalemate exactly like we have right now. We have a minority party in the Senate that says we have a filibuster. You need 60 votes to pass anything. So, therefore, we get nothing done. And we come around every time about shutting down a government. No, it's the It's a routine. But the thing about it is why it's a spin, while we are in a spin cycle, they're sitting there remaining in power and acquiring even more wealth from lobbyists, from special interest groups. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's almost mastery. The system itself, I mean, although I disagree with the system, the design of it is almost unbreakable. Maybe it is unbreakable. Maybe the system is such that the levers, those who have the levers of the system, that you can't get to them. And so they just continue to operate in the way that they want to. So here we go again. Donald Trump. This man, any, you know, and any rational person that is under um, threat of imprisonment that is accused by women of being inappropriate with them. Uh, anyone that had caused what happened on January 6th, any rational person, you might say, well, a rational person wouldn't even get to that point, but, but you know, let's, let's not labor that. I'm saying a rational person would say, I need, I need to go into the shadows. I need to get my life together. I need to work out all of these things before I can jump back in the saddle. But no, the hubris that this man has, the narcissism that drives him is that he can see nothing else but domination and winning. That's who these people support. That's who they support. No one can give me a rational reason for supporting Donald Trump other than a racist reason. You hear people say, oh, you know, his pol what, po what policies did Donald Trump institute that were not already in the Republican Party? He did, I don't know how many executive orders because they wanted it. They had a person that they thought was a puppet that turned out to be a dictator. And they thought, wow, man. Well, as long as this guy gives us our judges, as long as he, he, he keeps appointing people and we're good to go, as long as he keeps giving us tax breaks, we're good to go. What these folks love about Donald Trump is they see themselves in Donald Trump. In the recesses of their hearts, it's black. It's dark. There's no light there. There's no illumination. There's no enlightenment. Their antiquated thinking, their way of viewing the world in society through this small prism of white men only rule is their detriment. It's their detriment. All things come to an end, folks. All things. Life comes to an end. 
all things come to an end. Nothing will continue forever. These folks, they're going to try to hold on forever. These are the type of people where they're trying to clutch power. You got to rip power out of their hands in a casket. They're not going to let it go because they don't know any better. And Trump, they see this brazenness, this openness, this, this willingness to say whatever. They, they harbor these feelings. They do. Because there is no way. There is no way. You could support Donald Trump if you didn't. I don't care if you said, well, you know, uh, I'm doing well and, and uh, I don't want anything to change. But you see the suffering of others. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on. Freddie Gray. We could go on and on. Jacob Blake. You see the poverty. You drive by it. I don't care where you live. Sooner or later you drive by an impoverished community. You see that. And you say, no, but you know, I'm doing okay, so who matters? It's sad that folks in this country, more than half the electorate, I'm not saying half the country, because we know in a popular vote, Trump is nowhere even close. I mean, and the majority of the country can't stand this man. But we have something called the Electoral College. So when I say more than half of the electorate, more than half that understand that voting matters. Oh, they support this guy. They support him. And what we're going to see here in the next two years Man, his, get your popcorn. Sit back and watch the comedy show begin. But I, 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 I tend to think, is it possible that Donald Trump could be president again? Um, this would only be the second time in history. Um, yeah, it's possible. All things are possible. Anything can happen. The question is, is it realistic? I'm not sure. I mean, part of me says the Republicans are now distancing themselves and they're speaking. Mike Pence did that interview and he's coming out. I guess he just came out with his book. Why do, why do, see, these are cowards. It's easy to talk about it after the fact. You ever been a whistleblower? I've been a whistleblower before. You know how people tell you, man, if you, Stand up for the truth and do the right thing and you're going to be fine and you're going to be supported. That is a lie. If you blow the whistle, you will pay. I blew the whistle. But I'm that type of guy. I'm not going to sit back and, and see people being mistreated or be mistreated myself or see things that are fundamentally wrong and not say something about it. Now, I always believe in taking it internally first. But if not, if there's ever avenues I can use and people are being hurt, oh, dude, I'm going to do that. But when I've done it, I've done it a couple of times. Man, have I paid 
man. I mean, even the people that were in agreement with me that said, man, you know, this is great. I'm glad you're doing this. Yada, yada, yada. Man, when I blew the whistle, where were they? I looked around. I was on an island. <laughs> I was on an island by myself. I'm like, what happened to my posse, man? Oh, no, because they understood. If you blow the whistle, you will pay a price. But what is the democracy worth? What, what value do the people have that have elected you? Pence. Um, Graham. McCarthy. Uh, McConnell. What? What? I ask you, what, what value do they have? Because if they had value in your eye, in your eyes, you would not allow for this man to represent you. Because Trump represents Republicans. He does. They can downplay the antics and downplay some of the things he says. But at the end of the day, that is your party's leader. And until there's a new nominee for the Republican Party, to run for president, Donald Trump is still, he's still in charge. And he knows it. And so what will people do? This man refused to accept the election results, but he wants to run for the very election. He said it was corrupt. Why would I, if I, if I thought an election was corrupt and unfair, why would I even participate? That man knows good and well. You, if you watch the January 6th um, hearings, you know good and well multiple people on his staff told him, dude, you lost. It's over. But no, he, he has those minions. He has those people that continue to feed him the same lies that he wants to hear. And then he goes out and, and perpetrates them. He was impeached twice. What impeached twice president runs again? This speaks to his narcissism. It doesn't matter. He's the greatest. He has this grandiose view of himself, of his abilities, of, of he thinks everybody loves him. This guy is just delusional. Okay. He tried to topple our democracy. Called in a mob. Knew what was going to happen. He was hoping that Congress would flee and he would show up. He wanted to go multiple times. What about the classified documents? Dude stole classified documents, but he wants to run for president. And these people are supporting him. This is, insanity doesn't even begin to color it properly. I don't, I don't even know how to describe what is going on in America today. Man, he's losing. The, the people he put up for midterms lost. So here you have a guy that was impeached twice, that doesn't believe that the last election was legitimate, is under all types of investigations, has, has, has called a mob and tried to topple our government, and even the candidates that have put their faith in him, they lost the 2020 
the 2022 midterms. What? Why would you continue to cling to this guy? Because they're cowards. They're cowards. You see, it's easy to sit in the corner and say nothing when it doesn't affect you. It's, oh, man, you see the way they're treating? You see the way they're treating her? And that's unfair. Yeah, it is. But you do nothing about it because it doesn't affect you. The problem is we have elected these people to represent us. It's a representative government. Man, we in trouble. We in trouble. And I'm not, I would not be shocked if Donald Trump won the nomination because fear paralyzes people. When you're in fear, you're unable to be rational. And think about what these folks are or what's at stake for them. McConnell's been in there how many years? Man, this is easy cake for him. Why should he want to change? Look at look at these people. These are they, they have no term limits. They can do whatever they want to do. Every five years he runs his election, he's an incumbent. Nobody's going to beat him in Kentucky. Come on. What, what incentive does he have to stand up? He has none because he doesn't care about his constituents. And that's what it comes down to. So what do we do? What do we do? That is a very important question as a, as a people. What do we do? One must sit back and contemplate the cost of doing anything. You see, when you put yourself out there, people will attack you. They will call you rational, a, a, a radical, irrational. They'll tell you you're part of the problem. But see, nobody is listening to you because you have the truth. And the truth can be very, very intimidating. But however, the truth can set you free. So what do we do? We stay on the course. The road is difficult. The road is <laughs> many times more failures than victories. But that's all right, because it's part of the journey. Journey is part of the transformation, part of the, um, we would say, development of character. Nothing worth having in life is it's not worth anything if you're not willing to fight for it. We fight. I've talked to you about the coalition of the minority. Trump's America can never happen again. Never. We need to wake up now. You can't wake up in 2023. And you definitely can't wake up in 2024. You have to wake up now. 
speak the truth. Stand tall. More than likely, you're probably standing by yourself. But that's all right. It's all right. Because you are strong enough. You are capable enough. And if anyone tells you you are not, they are lying to you. We need to ensure that Trump never, ever happens again. Are you with me? I hope you're with me. Because I'll tell you what. 2024 will be here before you know it. And uh, and then I don't know what we're going to do. Folks, history will speak of us somewhere in the distant future. A scribe will reach down deep to the archives of our time and what will she find will she discover that we overcame our differences will she find that out of many we became one or will she find that we solved nothing and remain a divided peoples yes history will speak of us you can change the world Change the world, it's your choice, your choice.